welcome to Pure Hustle Podcast. I'm Mike. And this is Orlando. And this is episode... I couldn't come up with a thing. It's our Christmas episode, though. You, you don't have anything I, I don't. funny about 27? I no, I, I just can't. Like, 27 is a weird number. Is it a weird number? Yeah. And I mean... Not as weird as, like, 26? 26 after your... Yeah, I know. But it's the Christmas episode, so... It is episode twenty-seven. Yeah, twenty-seven. So this will be this will be releasing, um, you know, the week before Christmas. <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Well, for us tomorrow, but yeah. for you, it's today. Whoa, that was isn't that odd? That was kind of like a <laughs> time, like a time travel. That I know. Intense. I know. Uh, so this will be um, our our last episode before Christmas, and then after Christmas, uh, we what did we decide we're doing on that? So I think we're going to be doing as a gift, right? As a Christmas gift <laughs> next week, we're going to uh, do a bolo edit episode. So it's basically going to be all our bolos from episodes one through 26. Wow. That's going to so, be a lot of now, bolo. That, yeah. But remember every other episode was when we had the bolo. Oh, that's true. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like half of that number. Gotcha. So, so 13 bolos. Something like that. So if you ever, you know, want to listen to something real quick before you head into a thrift store or a garage sale. And remember, again, it has to be relevant, right? Because so if you're listening to this podcast when we're announcing this and it's like four years from now, mm. or even maybe a year, it may not be a bolo anymore. Yeah, bolos change. So just something to think about. But that's what we're going to be doing for uh, the following week during that Christmas week. Uh, Mike and I, you know, we've had a great six months. Love all of you guys. Appreciate the following. Appreciate the support. Uh, we're just, you know, we just need a week. I think we need a week. You think we'll be refreshed after a week? I think so. Yeah, it'll be good. Okay. I mean, I mean, uh, I feel like I this, need longer this, than a week, but this isn't I work. Love this. The, the work is is you know the the Q four hustle that we've been doing. This this part's fun. We no, enjoy I agree. It. I agree. Like it. I look forward to this podcast like all last night and this morning, and here we are now. Here we are. So, so it'll be good. thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, what are we we talking about today? Well, first let's catch up a little bit. Well, on... no, before before we catch up. So last episode, there was something that you had asked me for. Do you remember what that was? I'm not sure. Oh, come on. You've been posting on IG like this past week. You got my tape. <laughs> I got you have you, my tape? I do. Yes. So, and, okay, now we're going to... Uh, Mike always gets on me for not being close to the mic, so I'm going to get off the mic a little bit. I'll, I'll Can you tell when you. I do this? Yeah. Can you tell yeah. those of you that are just and listening? Can you tell me going back and forth? Okay. All right, now... I'll fix that I'm also going to put this as part of our IG story today, so... Oh, man, so... so so Wait, we're recording you, right now on the podcast. You might be watching the podcast and then watching the IG at the same time. Correct. That's pretty see, cool. I'm not going to show our whole studio. It's kind <laughs> of a mess right now, right? We do have Freddy, though. Freddy's hanging out back there. What's, What's up, up Freddy? Freddy? So, all right. So uh, this is what I got for you, Mike. Remember you had mentioned last podcast? I have oh, man. a present for Mike. I'm, I'm so excited. This What's feels, in there? This feels really heavy. Uh, oh, my. Dude, this is too much tape. This is no, no, no. But listen, I still have more tape. So why can't I just share? I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm beyond thankful. So let's see. One. So those two, of you that are listening right now, Mike is in a Christmas bag taking three, out rolls of tape. Four packs of eBay tape. We just went through one, and I felt so sad. Like finishing up my roll. This will last me. Well, I would say forever, but with the way we're scaling. You know, there you go. hopefully not forever. I, I agree. And here's the thing. All the eBay tape that I got from the eBay hack, I still have some left over from all of the Q4 boxes. Holy cow. Isn't that crazy? If that eBay hack works again next year, I say you do that and then put up 
This on eBay. We Sell could, it on yeah, eBay. We could I'm posh. That would be Sell better. I'm posh. Or, yeah. or FBA it. FBA eBay tape. I don't even know if that would be possible. Hey, I mean, does anybody know whether you're gated on selling eBay merchandise on FBA? That it, Give it a shot. I don't know. We'll Might see. Be a thing. All right. Hey, thank you all of you that are tuning in on IG Story. Hey, new podcast drops tomorrow. And those of you that are listening right now, you're listening to the podcast right now. Yeah, this is this is still like a time warp. I'm a little confused. Okay, all right. We're getting off the IG Story. Bye. Bye. All right, welcome all right, back to the podcast. <laughs> I know. We just thought, hey, what better time? And there, there's more stuff coming down the road, but we'll talk about that next episode. Well, I, I just want to say thank you, um, Orlando. It's, it's normally like... I hate opening up gifts. Really? Why is that? That one wasn't too bad because I knew what it was ahead of time because, you, you, you know, you told me it was tape before I got the basket or the little bag. But um, I am the kind of person, and I know people hate people like me, but, like, if it's my birthday, I, I just want, if people brought me gifts for it to sit on the table until everybody goes home, and then I'll open them. Like, I hate opening gifts in front of people. No, know. no, I hear you. And, and, well, that's the thing. It's like the awkwardness, right? Yeah. Like, how do you respond? Like, maybe I love it, but what if I love it too much and then I don't love somebody else's the same way? See, I'm the other way, though. Like, I get a little embarrassed because, you know, oh. No, I had one year where uh, somebody, I gave somebody a bunch of Christmas gifts and they just walked away crying. Oh, my goodness. And it was because for a reason, I missed the exact, like, I got something close, but it wasn't it. Mm. And that person was expecting it to be. The it. thing, it, and it wasn't it. Oh. So I get now. Here's here's I I don't feel awkward opening gifts in front of people because I could always go like, "This is awesome, mm. thank you so much." Like, but it's the one when you give the gifts mm. and you're watching somebody open it, and then you're kind of like, "All right, am I making them do the obligatory thank you so much?" Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? I do. Yeah, like it's really awkward because you know they're not gonna tell you they don't like it. Not in, at least I mean there are some people I do know that would. Yeah, no, it's it's just an awkward thing. Gift giving. I mean, I know some of you. My wife's love language is is gifts. Okay. Um, so, you know, that's uh, giving gifts to her is obviously very different than other people. But yeah, giving and receiving gifts is just this weird thing. You know, like no, I get there's it. a lot of, um, which is nice about you know selling on eBay is we know for sure we're making somebody happy when they buy it. You know, now whether or not. The person receiving it, if it's a gift, is happy. I don't know. But You'll our find customers out when happy. you get a return. Oh, yeah. No, no, but that, that's the thing. That And speaking of that, like, there's a lot of velocity of sales, right? eBay and, and Amazon. And a lot of people are concerned about sales, I mean, about returns. But I don't know. I haven't had a terrible experience with returns. Now, I haven't hit Q4 as hard as I did this mm. year. So <laughs> we might be saying something different in January. So we'll talk about that. We're also planning another January episode. All right. We're going to call it. What did we say? The, the great, the the good, the bad, the ugly. No, we were getting no because we want to keep it. It's gonna be like the great, the good, the not so good. Oh, because there's the, no, there was the no great, good, kind of good, kind of good, something like that. Not good. So, anyways, we have some things in the works, uh, and that meetup, we still have that in the works. That, that's a little ways away from now, right now. We can't yeah. even think that far right now. Yeah, it's got to get through. Got to get through this uh, next few weeks, and then. Well, I would say next few days. Yeah, days is right. Days is right. Days is right. Because I would say things start winding down by the twenty first, and then then you then everybody goes dark, like yeah. on YouTube, on podcasts, hence our podcast. I don't know about IG. I wonder how IG is going to be. I've never been on Instagram. I, I expect you to hit it just as hard every day. <laughs> we'll go to a Goodwill don't, when don't it's closed it and just look inside the windows. Yep. 
that. Maybe maybe not Christmas morning, but the maybe rest of the time. Maybe do some OA, OA during Christmas Eve. Mm. What about like? I'm sure people like go to the after Christmas sales and just store a bunch of like oh, yeah, the ornaments that is true. and wrapping paper and stuff like that. I mean, if you have the storage. I had um, somebody DM me today, like they can't wait to start sourcing the like after the Christmas. Christmas. That's a reseller at heart right there. That it I mean, I, I do not have the storage for that, but if I did, I mean, why not? You know, they put stuff on such good sales, which always it's interesting to me because I mean one, that means the store is just so desperate to get it out. They don't want to pack it up and send it back to wherever they would send it back to. It's just more cost efficient for them to just basically give it away than for them to store it for next year. No, I agree. It's kind of like FBA right now. Like there's a lot of things that I'm making profit on. There's some things that it just needs to go. Mm-hmm. So somebody's getting a sweet deal. Yeah, there's been a few things in my like Amazon wish list that have occasionally dropped down like significantly, like 30%. And I'm like, oh, I should buy this. Oh, let me think about it a little bit longer. And then the price goes back up. So I'm sure that's when somebody's doing that. Oh, yeah, They're I'll, just, like, I'll talk offloading. about that in a little bit. No, no, no. There's a reason why that happens. At least I have my own reasons why that happens. Mm. So we'll talk about it. Yeah, All right. Like so speaking it. of Q4, how have things been? Now, we're right in the thick, of, not in the thick, but we're kind of like at the tail end. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Have you so I sense this, you know, our pulse on how things are going for resellers is social media. Right. Right. And I got a sense that like last week was like the big week for everybody. Hmm. And then like it's kind of gotten quiet. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. We've we've this weekend for for us was incredible. Like we like I said, we ran out of tape, not just eBay tape, but we ran out of like tape tape. Like we were selling so much stuff. And I I mean part of it was my fault. That's I didn't awesome, realize we were running long tape, but like it was to the point where we filled up the car. I had to go to the store and pick up tape to bring it back to pack like another four items that we can get those out the same day. So people would get them, you know, before Christmas. So it, the weekend was good. Like sales were up. Um, obviously the, uh, the toys we've been selling that we originally bought in order to sell on Amazon yep. and never, never did because we were, were gated. Um, but we ended up selling on eBay and you know, we did well with those. And then plus those weird one-off things that are gifts for people, but man, it's, it's been good. It's been a good weekend. What about you? Well, first of all, I did, you know, I did creep on your store a little bit Mm. and I would say the amount that you're selling some of the same items that I had, like it's comparable. Yeah. Right. That's one of the things I've noticing this year that eBay and Amazon, like there's a few items that I've sold both on eBay and Amazon for about the same price. Mm. Right. So on eBay, like it'll sell and I'll charge shipping and on Amazon it'll sell more, but it's free shipping. Right. But it's all the same. Yep. Right. So I don't know, maybe there's things are changing a little bit. Yeah. I mean, the nice thing with the the Amazon, if you can send it multiple things in one box and then get that out and then you're not storing it and having to pack each individual item. Cause I like to think about that. Like if I, if I get six of the same toy that sells in a weekend, then I have to pack six individual boxes. Oh no, I get it. Like I was sharing with you earlier, like, okay, so if I take a look right now, so it's weird. This is why I say it's quiet because to me, my biggest Amazon days are like December 18, 19, and 20. Mm. It's weird. And maybe it's because I hold out. And one of the things I'm learning is that I am not a, I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm not an Amazon kind of guy, but I'm not a fast nickel kind of guy. Mm. And that hurts me. Mm. Right. Yeah, I could see that. Because, you know, on, you know how I roll on eBay, like mm. I list high and I just wait and wait, I wait and wait I wait. And some things I bought for Amazon, I bought it, and I thought it was too low. So I'm like, I'm going to wait for everybody to sell out. Well, everybody's still there, and nothing has sold out, right? And so that puts me in a bind. So, but I think about, like, all the, you know, so, like, right now I have, 
This is like ridiculous. And, and again, I'm not a big time reseller. I know others have far larger numbers, but I have 296 orders right now. That's nice. Okay. Not pro- so think about having to pack 296 items. I, I, I'd go crazy. Yeah. Well, that would be, I would, I would say, yep. Nope. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done reselling. <laughs> no, I, I would figure out a way to do it, but yeah, trying to pack that many items would be. And these are some, you know, obnoxious ones, like that one thing that you went, like you and your wife went, mm, I was probably, I'm like yeah. packing that thing. Yeah, that's not, it's not easy. It takes up, I mean, we've had to be very creative with boxes in order to make that work. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, I had like a hundred of them. I couldn't imagine packing a hundred of them. No. Like, I still have 50, by the way. Left. Really? We've sold like, I think like six, five or six of them. And it has not been fun trying to pack those. I know. I, <laughs> I remember that last year because some of them ended up damaged. And I still wanted to make profit, and then mm-hmm. I sold them, and then having to pack them, I'm like, I should have just returned it. Yeah. So, so no, Q4 has been good. I it's been it's just been interesting because I said this last podcast, going from part time to full time is a total game changer. Mm. In the sense that, like, I think I was a little more free in my spending last year, and I'm a little more free this year, but I probably shouldn't have been as free. Mm. Because last year, you know, things don't sell or I just sell and break even. Eh, I still got my regular full-time job. I'm good. This year, it cuts into my bottom line. Yeah. Right? And so, you know, we'll recap more when we do that huge Q4 recap episode in January. Because, you know, and the reason we're doing it in January is because it's still good for eBay in January. Mm. Right? I mean, a lot of I've had a lot of big-ticket items sell in January instead of December. Because everybody's buying what they want. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I'm that's, I'm looking forward to January. I hope that turns out. I hope, well I hope for it turns out as well. We've been talking about it, but I really have enjoyed January. Anyways, I say all that because I have definitely noticed that like I need to train myself for fast nickel on Amazon. Mm. It, you know, you always hear people say you're the either you're the first one out or you're the last one in, mm. right? And for me, it's like last one in can cost you a lot. It costs a lot of storage, a yeah. lot of storage. Yep, I could see that. So, all right. I don't want to take too much on that because there's so much we got to talk about. And we'll talk about a little bit about Amazon later, but talk to me about this Posh thing. So, one of the things you were looking forward to last time was this Posh event and meeting people there. And you said something about me being underdressed. Yeah. Um, well, let me just start by saying the event was awesome. We loved it. You know, you you, you came with um, Heather and, and, and me and... Um, we, we met up with Hugo and Tiffany while we were there mm-hmm. from sell quick, ship quick. Um, and it was awesome. I know I could tell when you walked in wearing the pure hustle podcast t-shirt, which I promise I'm glad you I, represented, I I'm glad you represented, promise. but at the same time, when you're representing our brand and you're clearly the most underdressed person in the entire room, I'm not sure what the, uh, representation there is. Being underdressed is a perspective. Well, <laughs> oh my goodness and you know really? what it's, it's not the shirt i did get i did get some comments on ig and it's the sandals yeah shorts and sandals when when everybody else is wearing pants or dresses um and you know but it's not like just pants or dresses it's like i think half the people are dressed like they're going to a club it's called business casuals like another a, quarter was like it's homecoming it's like a cocktail and party it, I know. And another quarter was just kind of down to earth. But I, I get it. And and it was good. Like, 
I really, I, I like the, I love the posh crowd. I mean, they're great people. Got to meet them. I, I get it. Uh, it just it was one of the things where like I wasn't gonna do it. And you know what? People still came up to me. Yeah, that's true. Right. Hey, you. One of our things is we've got to be real. And if that's you, that's you, man. That's. Yeah, I'm, and those of you, of you that dressed up really nice, you looked incredible, and that's you. I, we're fine with it. And it's also the, uh, the the proper decorum for that okay. era. But. but some of the some of the outfits there were not business casual. <laughs> Just, yeah, but that it's cocktail party at that point. Like, whoa, 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 you know. whoa. there's business casual. Like, I, business casual is casual. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but when it's when it's an event you're going to and they say business casual or they they don't mean like what you get to wear like Fridays when it's like a special like day a at your day. work, right? Like that's not what they're talking about. Okay, okay. No, but here, it's here. like business is suit and tie, like three piece suit, right? Business casual is you know, still really nice button-up shirt, pants, nice shoes, not sandals, no toes. No, I know, I know, if you're, I know. If you're a man, you know, there's, there's just It rules. did crack me up because people were really nice to me, and I appreciate those of you that shot me a DM and said, you know, Orlando, how about next time some shoes? Yeah. <laughs> it, just, it just made me laugh. That's funny. Uh, I it was great. What did you think about it overall? So other than here, the here's, I thought, no, I thought, number one, Posh has de- definitely done a great job of branding mm. in the in the sense that like you go there and you know it's posh, mm. right? Everybody's like well dressed. Everybody's kind of just you know talking about the different brands. And so I, I thought it was great. Mm. Um, I thought the speakers were great. I, you know, the one thing that carried on for me is that reselling is reselling, mm. right? So a lot of the things you know I heard it was funny because. One speaker had talked about how they get a lot of them. Um, am I close to the mic now? How I should be? Yeah, you're good. Okay. So one, <laughs> I just keep looking at Mike when I step away. So one of the things that one of the speakers talked about is that they ended up getting a lot of their items wholesale. Mm. And it was nice to hear another speaker go, no, I go to garage sales. I yep. love going to garage sales. I love going to thrift stores. And that resonated with me because in the end, like the greatest ROI, whether you're doing Posh or you're doing Mercari or, you know, whatever you're doing, is garage sales and thrift stores. Yeah, it's definitely the greatest ROI. Now, is it always the most consistent? Can it be your bread and butter? Maybe not always, right? Like, so one of the nice things, if you have a consistent um, wholesale or um, retail arbitrage or something like that going, um, your profit margins might be slimmer, but you can buy, it's it's kind of that velocity thing, right? Where, where I can go into a store and buy a hundred of these. And so maybe my profit is only, you know, $15 per item. Whereas if I bought this for a dollar at a thrift store and I could sell it for a hundred, that's huge. But if I'm selling a hundred of them at $15 each, well, it starts to add up quickly. No, I get that. I get that. It just, it, it's just, I would say it's just different models, right? I have kind of this idea that like if, and I know other resellers do too, like if you have enough of a pipeline, like mm. garage sales can make it for you. Oh, absolutely. That was one of the cool but things. It's pipeline. Yeah. Pipeline's huge. Um, uh, one of the the posh resellers we got to meet there was I think a British posher is that the name I think her it's name arbitra- I, I, no I'm a British it right. it's a British I know who you're talking about a British posher oh she but she's not British no she, she lives British. in California no she is but she lives in California well she lives in California now but she comes from from we're shouting you out you're awesome no what it was really cool no, to wait, wait. to listen to your interview um. And, uh, I'm going to pull it up because I think we got to do more justice. Yeah, to that. give a, a proper shout out. Anyways, but we, we will. 
we will find who this person is. Anyways. Yeah. So it was really neat meeting, um, like listening to her. Cause that was one of her things was, um, she enjoyed going to garage sales and, uh, thrift stores. And one of the things she said that was kind of neat was like just the excitement about finding certain items. And like, you know, I, I could just, like you said, reselling is reselling. So, um, you know, seeing somebody up on a stage and talking about their journey, um, and that's, what's still exciting at that point when you've kind of made it and you're doing really well, but what you're still excited about is, is walking into a thrift store and pulling something off of a hanger and being super excited. Like I found it, you know, like that treasure hunting yeah. aspect of it. And it was crazy because some of the brands she was talking about, and I don't know a lot about female brands, but mm-hmm. like Madewell and Good American or something mm-hmm. like the Kardashian brand, like those bring money. Yeah. And she had talked to, oh, the other thing they had talked about was sample sales, mm-hmm. which we haven't really we talked have, a lot about. Yeah. Uh, by the way, before I move into that, okay, she is British. A British posher. Yeah, a British posher. To a British posher, you're awesome. It was great meeting you. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. Yeah. Definitely learned a lot. Yeah, it was it was, it was awesome listening to you. Um, we'll share, too, later on some of the tips you gave about, um, like, how you, you sort on posh as far as finding kind of what are the hot items and, and stuff. And, and when we do that, we'll, we'll give you credit because it was super helpful. But So yeah. going back to the sample sales. So... One thing we don't talk about, and the, and sample sales are really hard unless you're like in a city like New York. Mm. Maybe San Diego has some. L.A. definitely has some. But it's it's you have these big like expensive brands, and they just they have samples that they sell, and you're able. You still need a you still pay up for some of them, mm. but you're able to resell them for good money. Does that make sense? It does. So I know other people are like a scavenger life who I listened to for years. I remember they would talk about when they would take a road trip to New York, they would go to the sample sales, and every once in a while they would pick items up. So I don't know. Sample sales, I, I could see like if you're nearby, mm. like some of those clothing manufacturers, like you could do really well. Yeah. No, it'd be nice. It'd be nice if we had more around here, I feel like. I think it's it. Okay. So we you're up in Orange County, we're in LA. Mm-hmm. Did you now in, in speaking with Hugh and Tiffany and speaking with others, did you get the sense that there's a lot more places to source in LA than in San Diego? Yeah, I'm I'm starting to feel like I live in a desert. Right, like, but we're in San Diego though. Yeah. So I got to give like I guess props or or double clap or you know <laughs> to those of you that are out like 3 hours away from a major urban center mm. like you're talking about we're in a desert in San Diego but there's some of you that are awesome resellers and you're like out there. Mm. Right, it, like I hear other people t- talk about, it takes an hour for them to get to their local Walmart or Target. Oof. Like right, or they go to Goodwill and they hit the bins, or or they hit a certain place and they hit it hard for a couple of days and they don't go back for a few days later. Mm. So, but I don't know. I just got that sense that there there's a lot more, but I think it's just because it's just more condensed. Yeah, uh, I think you're right. So, I, one, I, one one more thing to okay. I, I know we're moving on, um, and no, I don't, I don't mean to. I don't mean to harp on the the, the attire, but one wait, thing wait. to consider. I thought we were moving on from that. Yeah, yeah. One thing to consider: Poshmark literally is a reselling platform for selling cute clothes. Do you not expect everyone to dress up as nice as possible? Like their platform is, we are stylish. We have. I cute, wasn't dissing stylish it though. Clothes. I thought it was great. I'm just saying, like, you know. The shirt? No, you know what? The shirt? There's a, okay. One of the. You should have done the tie, like I said. You should have put. You should have. You should have got a tie, and you should have put the Pure Hustle Podcast logo on it. That okay, would have been. Maybe I would have done that. But one of the things about going full time is knowing that I will never have anybody dictate how I dress. You're such a rebel. It's it's one of those things. It's just. So what if what if what if Pure Hustle Podcast got called up by 
I don't know, a major broadcasting company. And they said, you know, we'd like to have you come and have a sit down with us. We're going to go to a dinner, a nice fancy dinner and talk about, you know. I think we're in a different time. You would go. I think that's 10 shorts. years. I think I think that's 10 years removed. I think, and I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But the sense I get now, it's kind of like tattoos, right? Like tattoos. And now we're going to dangerous ground here, right? <laughs> but like uh, tattoos, you know, let's say 20, 30 years ago. Right. Like people would have them, but not, but you know, it was, it wasn't like, it's like Starbucks, like Starbucks had rules against tattoos mm. and had rules against piercings and so on. Now, like people are who they are. Like society just learned to accept, you know? And I, yeah, I'm sure there are certain businesses that, you know, function that way still, but I, I think they're, they're becoming more of the minority. All right. But then again, I'm not one of the big wigs. So what do I know? Yeah. Okay. All right. But I say dress I would for do okay to get a bigger platform and obviously to reach more people. Yes, I would. I would dress apart if we needed. So I will confess that you'd you'd be dictated. No, 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 no. <laughs> I would. I would be strongly persuaded. Let's put it that way. All right. Wow. Then you can talk more about posh. All right. So I did poshers. You have style, which is why you do so well. No, you do. You do. I gotta admit, you do. All right. Tell me. Do you have any random stories? Something you wanted to share? You know, actually, I have the video um, that I recorded, and I, I haven't posted up on Instagram. Which video again? Wait, I didn't. I didn't put the, the this video on Instagram, did I? About the castle that I found. No. All uh. right. So I'll tell the story, and then I'll put that video up. It was a couple days ago, and I didn't have a chance to post it yet. You so, found the castle. Okay, so I'm at an. I decided just for two minutes to step into a Salvation Army, okay. which is normally where I get my like best finds. Is like I don't have. I'm not really? going out Salvation sourcing. Army. Well, you know, any thrift store, but I'm not like necessarily going sourcing for a day. Like it's okay. just. I'm, I'm in the neighborhood. I've got five minutes to kill. I might as well just step in, right? So I walk into this Salvation Army, and I find a um, like kind of big because I've been looking at like the Christmas village stuff, looking for the Department Fifty Six, like we've talked about. Okay. Well, I see this thing that's like like that, but it's definitely not like that. It's really big, and it's a castle on this like wooden platform, and it's miniature. And so I'm like, wow, this thing is nice. It's heavy. I lift it up, side down, and I see like the nice logo on the bottom. So I type it up, I look it up. They're selling for $130, the exact one that I had, $130 on eBay. Like two of them had sold for that oh. price, right? The thrift store was asking $6 and it was half off that color tag. So it was going to be $3. And this isn't your hustle of the week? No, because wow. okay. my random story is I like put it in the cart with the biggest smile on my face and I'm like, oh, this is like the best. Like as I'm walking around, I'm already like celebrating my victory and I'm like looking at it a couple of times and then I notice like a piece that's broken off the side. I'm like, oh, well, it's like a little piece broken off right here. And then I look a little bit more and it's like, oh, there's like another piece. There's like a big piece broken off and it was like this just let down, right? Like I celebrated way too early. Like it was all in my mind. Was but it still resellable though? Like No, it was broken. There was too many broken. I mean, maybe, maybe I could have picked it up and sold it broken, but like it's a decorative piece like nobody wants a broken decorative okay, piece okay. and it's not like something that's easily fixed it's like the pieces that are broken are broken off and gone right so like they'd be oh, missing the top okay. of one of the castles you know things and so I, I had already in my head like ran through like that that I was gonna walk home or not walk home but like drive home and then tell my wife like no I didn't find anything good at the thrift store and then like just put it down on the table and just show her my phone with how much I was going to make. And I was like, nice. I was already like running through <laughs> oh the goodness. victory dance in my head and it was not a victory. It was a failure. And so like walking back and putting that back on the shelf was a very sad moment for me. 
I'm so sorry. That's my random story. At least you caught it in the store. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would have been a $3 loss, but yeah, that would have been, that still would have not been fun. Yeah, but see, home. for me, it's once I buy, it's no longer the $3. Now it's a $160 loss. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's where I struggle. Like the other day I had two, I had a OA shipment come in and these items, I paid like 50 or 60 and I was going to flip them for 200 and all three boxes fell. And... Ooh. And it was more, it was my fault because I tried to carry it all. So two of the three were no good to send into FBA. And so I thought it was like, I'm losing 200 bucks. Mm. It hurt. But it's okay. You kind of, it happens so much in reselling. I mean, I always tell myself, I got to learn. I got to not be hasty about stuff. I got to make sure I take care of everything. Mm. And I still have those moments. Yep. Right? Those death piles, like you could have broken stuff in those death piles if you're not careful. Oh, yeah. I believe it. <laughs> I remember something. <laughs> oh, I have. Okay. I got stories upon stories. So mine mine is, it's it's kind of like more of a sell quick, ship quick story, but I'm going to share it. And this is why. So as some of you have been catching our IG stories, I've been going to LA a lot. And as a result of that, Hugo and Tiffany of sell quick, ship quick have been very kind and just let me crash at their place if I'm ever up there. Mm. They've been awesome about it. So as I've been over there, you know, they obviously see me do FBA. Like I got to do it somewhere. I can't like secretly pack in the backyard or something, right? And so I kind of took them through the process of FBA. And this is all, you know, not anything planned. It was just kind of like, hey, you guys, take a look what I'm doing, whatever. So they're like, that's not too hard. Mm. Like we could do that. And so... They picked up a few items and and we went and they scanned a few items and they found a bunch of stuff that they're ungated in. So they bought all the stuff and I want to say it was maybe, let's say it's like three 24 by 18 by 24 boxes mm. full of stuff. And they had already like hit the limit on their cubic mm. space. Storage the availability. Storage, yeah. Right. Which was crazy because it wasn't a lot. Literally, it was probably like this whole table. Like stacked up to this high, maybe a little higher, but that's it. Hmm. And it was like Amazon's like, no, you can't do this. And this is like, you know, they're they're doing Amazon for like three days, maybe. Hmm. Okay. So then I, I tell Hugo and Tiffany, I'm like, you know, why don't why don't you just sell off like this one? Because we had this one item hmm. that it tanked that we were all gonna lose money on. Hmm. So they had about twelve of them. Uh, I had about a hundred of them. <laughs> It's just terrible. And I think I made a dollar on each. So, you know, I made a hundred bucks hey, now. hundred dollars. That's, that's yeah, not the shit. the of labor to put that together and ship it out. Like, How many hours do you think total do you have in those hundred items? From, break it down to, to From to sourcing to packing, I would say maybe two hours. $50 an hour is not yeah, too bad. it wasn't too bad. I mean, because it was, it was easy to pack and it was easy to source. I just went to two places and I picked up like 50 at each place and I was good to go. So, you know how I talk about pull, you pull that lever, right? Mm. You pull that lever and like things will sell. If they're low ranked, they'll sell like super fast. So they pulled the lever now. These are brand new people. We're talking about like by the time they pull, decided to pull the lever, it's like day six or seven. Mm. They pulled the lever and then they ended up with unlimited storage space in Amazon. Hey, they proved themselves with some sales. I know, but it was like, it was crazy. So we're now in day seven. And like, because what's funny is they got a professional account thing and that would do something mm-hmm. they didn't do. Like nothing did it. But when they sold out of everything they had, Amazon's like, 
here's all the storage space mm-hmm. you want, which, you know, I've always talked about, like, I think Amazon, they just want to see good metrics. Right. Like, there's no magical solution. There's, I mean, maybe if you buy stuff from a distributor, you know, which I haven't yet, but I've definitely, I'm on Gator and pretty much everything except a few things, but I've been doing Amazon for a while. Right. So there, so next thing you know, we ended up going sourcing, I think for like eight hours one day, 10 hours the next day, and they had full shipments and it all sold. Right. They have a few things right now. Like they just recently sent out a shipment uh, this yesterday, which hopefully it'll get there by Thursday or Friday and they'll sell out. Mm. But that was crazy. Like to go think about, like I kept telling them, I go, well, I guess that's it. Mm. And then within a day, unlimited storage and they're able to send in another, I don't know, 40, 50 items. So, and that's one of those that are, those of you that are scared in FBA, there's two things to think about. One is make sure you know your numbers. I'll talk about that later. It's like, Amazon can be pretty scary because you think you're selling, you know, you buy something for 10 and you're selling it for 30 and you're like, oh, I'm making 20 bucks profit. No, not really. Because Amazon takes its cut. So yep. there's your $10. And then on top of that, there's the shipping. It costs, it costs you to send out, right? Then there's the tax. So maybe on that item you bought for 10, maybe you're making four bucks, right? So just something to think about. The other thing is, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta do it. Like mm-hmm. there, there's no, like, you know, with Hugo and Tiffany, it wasn't like they were looking for any shortcuts. They just went out there, they scanned, they found stuff, they shipped it, they sold it. And now they're able to make, you know, not a huge amount of money, but they're able to make a little more than they expected this Christmas season. So anyways, that I just, that was just random. Cause it went from like, it was just going to be me sourcing, crashing at their place mm-hmm. to just going sourcing with them and hitting every single Ross and target possible. Uh, in the LA area, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty awesome. So, all keep right, keep going, keep hustling. No, seriously, because you never know; those doors will open up. You, you don't, and it's kind of it's the same thing with eBay and anything, and mm. thrift stores and garage sales. You just you never know. That's why I think we love this. Mm. Right? You had mentioned something to me. Um, I don't know when we when I first decided to go full time. You said, Orlando, is this something you can like go and totally forget to eat? Mm. Do you remember you yep. telling me that? Yep. And it's true. Like, I think I, and uh, you can't tell by looking at me, but <laughs> I've been going like one meal a day for like days on end mm. just because I've been hustling, but I don't notice it. Like, yep. I'm not hungry yeah. now. If it's something you love doing, you can do it and forget to eat and not even realize it's crazy. it. crazy. Yep. You really can. I mean, I think I've eaten more Ritz crackers than I care to know because <laughs> I've been so busy. So, all right. Let's talk about some current topics. Fill me in. Let's talk about What's Porch happening? Pirates. Have you heard this new hashtag Porch Pirates? No, but it kind of sounds cool. What is it? <laughs> is it a new band? <laughs> it could be a new band. I'm sure there's a band with the we name. We are the Porch Pirates, <laughs> releasing our new album on. All right. All right so All what's right. a what's a Porch Pirate? So here's the thing with Porch Pirates. So I guess I I think it's and many of you already know this. I think more now than ever, like people have been stealing stuff from porches. Uh, well, yeah, no, I. I do know what you're talking about. Right? For sure. Have you personally encountered it? Yeah. I have a funny story. Oh, yeah. Share it. Okay. So one time only have we had someone try and steal something from our front front yard because uh, we're right on a busy street. So luckily our neighbor is like the neighborhood watch. She's very, uh, she sleuths on everybody in the sleuths. entire yeah, neighborhood. <laughs> is so that a word? It is a word. Um, He's an English yeah, teacher, so yeah, we'll go with yeah. it. So, Actually, my wife taught me that word, which is kind of cool. Sleuth. So it's like okay. spies and kind of sneaks in. Okay. So uh, anyway, so she told us that somebody tried to steal this package um, and she chased them away. Well, they had started to grab it and they were running with it. And 
It was a 40 pound bag of cat litter inside of a box. What? So they like jumped a gate, grabbed 40 a 40 pounds. pound bag of cat litter and we're going to run. Like, I wish they would have stolen it. Like I wish they would have like, like hoofed it for like two miles, like running hoofed. out of breath. That's a new, new word. You know what I mean? Like, I, like that would have been great for them to be like sweating and like think that they made it and finally get to where they can open this thing up and it's cat litter. And they're like, we cared. Like, that would have been great. They didn't steal it, which I'm kind of glad about. But. 40 pounds. 40 pounds isn't light. No, this is heavy. It's a lot of cat and litter. It's awkward, like, ready? Well, it was in a box. So they didn't know okay, what okay, was in okay, there. Okay. They're just like, ooh, a heavy box, you know? But. Wow. Okay. And did they ever catch the person? No, the person just ran away. But um, so so that was a failed porch pirate. But yeah, it's, it's bad this year, right? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm noticing. And it, and it goes in line with, like, online arbitrage. Mm. Right, because I have t- now I have a lot of things sent to me, but I make sure they go to the UPS store, which has been awesome. So I've been on two, three, ro- two to three day road trips, and my stuff is safe, right? And um, it's been all good. So the other part is um, actually, oh, you know what? I we gotta talk about this later. Um, I got a printer in the mail. You got a printer? Yeah, we gotta talk about that. Let's talk about it. Well, we can't. Well, okay. So. Part of that was, and the reason make think about that. So, a lot of you have heard about my uh, my inkjet printer. Mm. You've given me a hard time with mm-hmm. inkjet, yep. right, Mister Rollo man? Yeah, Rollos are nice, man. Thermal. I know, I know. So, college picker, you know, he caught that. And he goes, "What? You have a inkjet? Like, what are you doing?" And and if you haven't been following the college picker, like he's put out great info. He talks about. Like he calls it Patagucci, but like Patagonia, he has a lot of printer stuff. So college picker just goes, you know, I come across a lot of printers mm. and sure enough, like for Christmas, I got a printer. Nice. It was a light, little laser printer. Oh, so I'll have to well, show it. Super nice. I'll have to show it later to you today, but I know it's not. A th- and so, so here's the funny is the moment I show this on the IG story, a lot of people are like, how come you didn't go thermal? Mm. And I'm like, well, you know what? Small steps. Small steps. Hey, Small you're moving steps. in the right direction. You're not using a chisel and, and stone anymore. So <laughs> I'm proud of you. But, you know, thank you again, Eric. I really appreciate that. The College Picker, if you haven't been following him on YouTube, definitely has awesome videos. And IG has awesome IG stories and posts. So check him out. The check College it Picker. out. So anyway, so the reason I bring that up is because I got the printer and I was in L.A. and, you know, he's kind of like, you know, did, it, did the eagle land? Mm. And I'm like, yeah, but, it's the you know, it, it arrived at the UPS store. He's like, okay, it's safe, right? So I think everybody's aware. Oh, yeah. Right? Of like, you know, this this printer, not the printer issue, the porch pirate Porch issue. pirate. And like even today, I went to go check my mail and I saw a neighbor's house and there's these huge target boxes just hanging out. Gives me two ideas. Idea number one. Um, I've heard before. When it's after Christmas, break down your boxes and like put them inside out or whatever you have to do so that like people can't see what's in your trash can. Because if they open up your trash to like dig through it or, you know, like even thieves will check to see what's in your house. So if they see like a new brand new Xbox box or Nintendo Switch, now they know that's inside your house, right? Like they can see what's inside your house based off your trash. The other thing is. I never even thought about that. Yeah. Like people like they can, oh, they got a new 60 inch TV and a new this and a new that new Bose system. And now they know what's in your house, right? Just by looking at your trash. Um, But idea number two. So be careful about that. Make sure to protect your trash. Protect your trash. Protect your trash. Protect your trash. Not your reselling trash, your trash. Put that as a t-shirt protect your trash. There you go. Pure Hustle Podcast. Protect your trash.
Um, so that's idea number one. Idea number two is the 40 pound bag of, of cat litter, I think is a great idea, um, to like catch porch bandits. Like people need to start putting out dummy boxes in front of their house. That's like full of just heavy, gross stuff. Okay. I got a great story with that. So not, not related to me. So yesterday I was on Reddit and there's this video, there's this guy, his name is, uh, Mark Rober. So Mark, M-A-R-K and last name Rober, R-O-B-E-R on YouTube. And what he did is, I think the guy like has super scientific knowledge. Like I, I think he helped like an ass. I don't know exactly. I have to check out his YouTube channel. I just came across this like last night at like 1.45 a.m. So, <clears throat> but I watched the whole video. You should check it out. It's pretty awesome. So there, he was having a porch pirate issue. So what he did is he, they spent months and he put, he invented this device. And what this device does is it's four cell phones all the way across. So you get multiple angles on the camera. Okay. And they have, you know, it's, it's also on a data plan. So if somebody picks up this item, it'll, they can track where it goes. Mm-hmm. And then it has like this motor that sends like this huge ton of glitter everywhere. As soon as the person opens the box. Hmm. And on top of that, you got to watch the video, but it had like this uh, fart spray thing that every five seconds it would keep keep uh, like spraying it wherever it was after you open it. Mm. Right? Interesting. So <laughs> you got to watch the video. It, it's pretty awesome. Did they catch somebody? Oh, yeah. Over and over and over again. So they'll put this out and trade off somebody will take it. And like one person like took it and opened up with their buddy in the car and all the glitter went poof, all throughout the car. <laughs> then it started spraying in the car like, what is this? And it's all on camera too. Oh, that's great. You because, know what they should do instead of glitter though is that ink stuff that is inside of like... No, I know. But oh, you know, glitter is annoying, but it's safe. That's true. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, should just be pepper spray. You open it up, you steal my package, <laughs> you're getting pepper sprayed in the face. But dude, I got to tell you, like this was hilarious. That sounds awesome. Because you feel justice, too, yeah. when you watch this. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you got what you deserved. You got lucky. Yeah. Could have been a lot worse. And it, it's awesome. Oh, you know what? I'm not going to reveal too much. Check out the video. It just There's a tie-in to Home Alone in there, too. So. Nice. Mark Rober. Yeah, check that out. I'm going to check it out. That sounds awesome. Um, if you don't want to get as creative with, like, inventing a, a robot device that goes Oh, this inside. is legit. Like, yeah. circuit board, like... Using a CAD system to come up with the right 3D model. I That's mean, it was pretty crazy. intense. Yeah, my my suggestion is a little simpler. I don't know if you got a dog, fill up a box with dog poop. You know, like boom. You took it there to that go. level. We wanted to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors for this episode. I don't know if that's a pure hustle level. It's real, man. Like. I don't, I, well, I've had, I've also heard people say, if there's stuff you're trying to, you know, you're too lazy to donate it, yeah. you know, give it away, just put it in nice Amazon boxes in front of your house. Yeah, get rid of your trash that way, trash disposal. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, on that note, I think we should move on. All right. All right. I don't know how much I want to talk about. Did you do a lot of sourcing at Walmart this Q4? No. Isn't that weird? I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't have anything to compare it to. For me, I did a lot of OA, mm. but I don't know. I feel like I was at Target a lot. Hmm. And the reason I think it's weird is because, you know, how we talked about Target and resellers. We talked about it a lot. Yeah. Right? And that's that's your favorite place to... That's my favorite place. No issues. Like, they had... I, it's I, all in your head. No, it's not all in my I head. I think so. A little I've bit. experienced some of it. I actually... This last week, you know, I, I shared this on IG where 
I found, I think, like 40 or 50 video games on clearance. And they were, it's funny because they weren't like the same ones that I saw other people on IG pick up. They were mm -hmm. different. And I'm hoping they'll sell by the end of this week. But I went to the to the register and and uh, at electronics and I, I wanted to pay for them. And the guy goes, you should go to the front. I'm like, no, no, no. I want to pay right here. He goes, no, you should go to the front. Wink. I'm like, why? What? No, I want to pay right here. He goes, you should go to the front. He kept winking. <laughs> and he goes, okay. And he finally goes, it's a five item limit here. Mm. And I'm like, oh. So I went to the front and I thought, you know, if I pay for all of this first, they can't tell me I can't buy this. Mm. So I scan so I paid for it all at self-checkout. And then I went to security. I go, hey, I just paid for all this. I gotta get these devices removed. Mm. But the reason I share all this is it's just it's interesting because Walmart used to be one of the major places I sourced, and like we did for certain items, remember mm -hmm. earlier yep. in Q4. But it's interesting because as much as Target had said, or you know what, they never explicitly said it, right? There's like that that memo that came out about. Oh, there's resellers. a few memos that came out about resellers. But are the, do you think those are real? They might be, but I just think like I, I, I worked at Target as an employee and I think it's one of those things like maybe upper management cares. The average person who works at, at, at a retail store, they're there to do their job and be kind to customers if they've got, you know, I mean, you meet people with good customer service. They're not caring about all of the little odds and ends stuff like that. Like they're not like, oh, I think I found a reseller. Like I just don't think they care. I know. I, well, that's, that's funny you brought that up because... When I was at a, one of the Targets, I shouldn't laugh about this, um, at, at Electronics, uh, somebody took off out the emergency exit with a bunch of video game stuff. And that used to happen all the time when I used to work assets protection at Target. Like, you'd hear the alarm, you're like, oh, there's somebody out there. Now, usually we were ready. Like, we lined up by the doors, we got them on camera. As soon as they were out, it was like football status. But I say that because somebody had asked me, like, hey, aren't you worried that they're going to shut down your card when you go to Target? And my response was, and it was a great question, uh, because I guess there's rumors that that happens. This person was telling me that Nordstrom rackets happen. Mm. <clears throat> but my 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 response is, well, I think they're too busy trying to catch the real criminals. Yeah, like like criminals, not 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 resellers not that resellers. are providing them business. Yeah, who's giving them money? Yeah. yeah. And so I don't know. Maybe their stance changed. I just I didn't get a lot of resistance. And I bought. There's sometimes I bought like more. Like I'm talking about like. 40 of the same and yep. didn't get any questions. So so I thought that was interesting. Um, one more last Amazon thing is uh, this year was a little different. So back in the day, you used to be able to buy stuff and list it on Amazon, Merchant Fulfilled. You know what Merchant Fulfilled is? Yep. Okay, it's where like if it tells you pack it and you ship it like eBay, not, yep. it's not like FBA. Well, this year you couldn't do it unless you met the guidelines that they had set up that you had to sell a certain number of toys by this date. Oh, right. You had to kind of prove yourself ahead of time. Which is interesting because last year I never did that, and I still was able to do it. Yeah, I mean, it kind of makes sense from their perspective during this time especially. I mean, even thinking about drop shippers and stuff that they're trying to pr probably protect, like if, if, it's, if it's Amazon fulfilled, if it's FBA, they know they have the item, they feel confident selling it. If it's merchant fulfilled... Unless you've proven yourself, how do they know you really have the item? No, that is true. That is very true. And so, because it's true, I do know resellers that they list stuff, but they don't pick it up and buy it until after it sells. So it happens. It's dangerous. It is dangerous. But anyway, I thought that was, you know, 
I, I think I lost some business because of mm-hmm. that. But at the same time, I, you know, fulfilling Merchant Fulfilled is just, it's wild. Especially when it gets crazy. I mean, doing 101 night, whew, I don't know if I could do it. So <laughs> anyways, hey, and we, the next thing we're going to talk about is the printer. We already talked about the printer. Yeah. So do you think I should get like a thermal printer too? I'm In gonna, your experience. You need to come over and see how the Rolo works. It'll blow your mind. Okay. Like it is, to, to print a label for me costs less than a penny. Like way less than a penny. You just got to buy the paper. It's not, it, yeah, it's, 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 they're literally, the, I don't have to pay for ink at all. The paper is the, what you're paying. Okay. Okay. Like there's no ink. There's nothing. It, it's heat that like creates the, so, and it, it takes like half of a second by the time you hit print, it's bzz, the labels out and it not, no ink, none. Okay. And it's the size of like a cell phone, like a little bit bigger than a cell phone. So maybe printer. I'm just kind of like, I feel like all this new kind of like equipment, I could be wrong. It's kind of like the IG like status thing for resellers. It's not a status thing. It saves like, money. Like okay, I I get it. I get it. I do. But it's kind of like I'm trying to save a lot of money too, right? But you're saying I wasn't saving money, which is true. I know with ink, I was not. Well, okay, I was because I had a printer and a bunch of ink that I picked up a long time ago. Okay, that's where I saved the money. Mm. If I kept having to buy new ink, that's where the problem would be. Yeah, speed, time is money, okay. right? So okay. it's faster. It's way more cost efficient, takes up less real estate. It's not just like it's got a logo on it, so it's cool. It's a better piece of equipment for your business. Okay. All right. It's kind of like the lights. Like we talked about, you know, I I ended up buying the huge umbrella lights. Mm. And I and there's other people now saying you should just get the LED lights. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yep. You think there's a difference? Um, I mean, there is a difference as far as like the amount of space it takes up. Uh, the amount of energy it uses, it depends on if you're using like CFL lights or halogen lights, those make a difference. I mean, there's definitely, and even within different types of lights, there's levels of like, which ones are better, more expensive, nicer. Okay, so okay. it's hard to give like a definite answer because they do different things. Um, but if I had to pick something portable, um, something cost efficient over the long run, uh, I would pick probably LED lights. Really? For sure. Interesting. Yeah. Well, a little late for me. But <laughs> maybe down the road. So, no, and that's one of the things I want to talk about is that for next year, I definitely want to level up some of the equipment I've been using because I've been using some of the same old, same old for like a long time. Yeah, it's time to upgrade for sure. That is true. And I did. I mean, it's kind of like, do you still use like a camera with like, uh, like where you have to use your thumb to go over, click, get the get the pictures developed at a, a Walgreens, and then scan them into the computer and upload to eBay. Oh, okay, all right. That that's like fifteen years ago, maybe more. Yeah, and you were using a old school printer when thermals out there, man. I was, I was. But thank you, College Picker, for taking me to the yeah, next level. I yeah, really appreciate leveling it. up our well his reselling game. <laughs> his reselling game. All right, so that's pretty much for our current topic. So. I mean, there, there's, you know, there's probably some things going on, but I, I've been like so deep into <laughs> sourcing and shipping out boxes that I kind of missed a few things here and there. So anyways, hey, if you have any things you'd like us to discuss, hey, we're always available. Make sure to DM us on Instagram, Pure Podcast. Shoot us uh, a note on Twitter, Pure Cast. Call us on our number, 619-738-1170. That's 619 619- 738-1170. You can email us at purosapodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, Podcast. And, hey, YouTube, like, subscribe, hit that bell to get alerts, and share. Share. Yeah. share. That's Let big other people know. 
I know. And, and what I appreciate is how many people have shared our YouTube and also how many people have written awesome reviews. I keep going back and like on iTunes and Spotify, we have some awesome reviews. So thank you. Yeah, those. you guys are awesome. Thank you. We had one that was like multiple paragraphs. And oh, man. I'm just like thankful. Awesome. So, yeah, please help because all that helps us get the message out, get more info out to more people. So always hit like, subscribe, and share. So thank you. Yeah. Let's talk about boom, hustle of the week. Boom. Hustle of the week. I got some listener hustles here. Dude, you ready for this? We got a, we got some good ones today. Too. We got some good ones. All right, uh, really. You go first. Really exciting. All right, here we go. Okay. Um. So first, listener hustle of the week. Which, by the way, just like we we told you, all of those ways of contacting us work for hustle of the week too. So if you've got that hustle, send it in. So first one comes from Wayne. His IG handle is at Kway Shop. That's K-A-Y-W-A-Y-S-H-O-P. Check him out. Um, so he went to a Salvation Army in Florida and came across a Columbia camo insulated hunter jacket. So there's a couple of them that he picks up. Uh, That's just wild to me. You know why? I don't pick up Columbia. Do you pick up Columbia? I actually have a few Columbia stuff that I picked up. Yeah. Really? I yeah. stopped. I mean, I would pick up like Patagonia and all those other... I think part of it too depends on how old it is because I think Columbia, from what I actually just researched this, um, several years ago was higher mm -hmm. end and then it's kind of moved to like mid tier. And then that same company that owns Columbia started like an, um, like a separate branch. That's like their higher end models that aren't Columbia. I can't remember what it's called, but, okay, okay. Uh, but I think, yeah. So if you get some older Columbia, definitely it's, it's, it's huh. higher end. So I think that makes a difference too. It's like a bolo within the hustle, hustle of, the week. of the week. There you go. There you go. Okay. Um, so he picks up some Columbia camo insulated, um, Hunter jackets, they were on sale for seventy dollars each. That's up there, right? Like that's no, that is. That's, I mean, but if it's a good ROI, maybe worth it. Yeah. So, um, Wayne recognizes there's not a lot of hunters in this area, uh, so he start, uh, speaks to the manager and is able to work out a deal, right? Like you've got these items, you which got is them rare. Do you have you tried doing that around here? Not around here. Well, there's been a couple of times. Um, and yeah, I don't, I haven't been able to get deals. I think Salvation Army is way more flexible around in, in our area than okay. Goodwill is. They've, they've worked with me a couple of times. Goodwill doesn't. Oh, no. Um, but Salvation but, Army but does. There are some awesome Goodwill people. If you're listening, you're awesome. You know who I'm talking about. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah, you're awesome. Um, I think you're talking about people who made fun of me for missing some, some bolos that one time. Maybe. Yeah. Anyways, moving Off on. topic. So he uh, <clears throat> picks up. Um, they didn't make fun of you, by the way. They just said, look what your buddy missed. Out. Yeah, I appreciate that. Anyways, go ahead. Um, so, uh, so he ends up working <clears throat> out um, a 50% off deal on this. So he picks these both up. Uh, so instead of paying $70 each, he picks them both up for that price. Um, and he sold one on eBay for $190 and then the other one for $190 plus shipping. That's That's a killer... Yeah, that's, ROI. That's that, awesome. Even if you would have paid up on those, you still would have that's what made I mean. some killer profit. So it's the fact like, that you worked out that deal, good job, I Wayne. think I might have the numbers off. I think he sold it for a little more, a little less. Either way, he still <laughs> – that is a nice, nice ROI. Again, thrift stores, like I, I keep going back to right now Q4. Like today I've sold, you know, 100 items, but I maybe made five bucks on each of them. Mm. Right? This is – he sold two. Two. It's awesome. Right? That, that's just incredible. So – Awesome. Thank you for sharing that with us, Wayne. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. All right. So I got today's going to be today's kind of like your hustles of the week because you're going to be a lot of board game hustles. I love board games. Yeah. This is, and so this is kind of interesting because I came across this item too, but in different shapes. So let's talk about it. So 
Ja, J-A-A-N-I-G, handle, at shop, Ja, so S-H-O-P, I hope I'm saying that right, at S-H-O-P-J-A underscore A. I actually just shared their Pasha closet today. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you got a great closet. That's awesome. Okay, so they're actually local too. Mm. So they're at the local swap meet, and they do some work there sometimes, and they came across this board game. And it was open, but everything was sealed in it. Mm. Okay. They paid a dollar for it. And they flipped it for $120 Ooh. on eBay. What was the board game? What do you, do you think know? it was? Just throw, throw out your top three. Oh, at that price? We've talked about it on the show before. Was it the, the, the one tower one, Dark Tower? No, it's not Dark Tower. Uh, was it a Dungeons and Dragons? Nope. No, no, no. Think more like haha. Haha. Like one of the best shows ever written. Oh, is it The Office? It's the Office. The Office trivia game. Nice. Isn't that wild? That's awesome. So and the reason I relate with this is because at a garage sale a few weeks ago, I picked up a used one, and I saw they were going for 50 to $60. Mm. They found a sealed one. That's nice. Now, not completely sealed. And this is why I, I always say don't give up. Like the box was already unsealed, but inside of it, it was all new. Right, all the card packs and everything was all sealed. Hundred and twenty. The office is fire. Yeah, no, for sure. It's uh, really big right now, and so is Friends. It's weird how like those older shows, like being a high school teacher, they're like ten years removed. Too. Yeah, yeah. Being a high school teacher is really nice for me. I feel like because I'm I'm still not trendy and cool. The kids will tell me that, <laughs> okay. but I get insight into what is trendy and cool. I feel like only a few weeks behind when the kids are getting it, right? You know what I mean? Like, I get it. I'm still catching on, like, oh, wait, this is a thing again. Um, but, yeah, so, like, watching kids love The Office, love the show Friends. Isn't that weird, It's though? bizarre. Like, yeah. do you think in high when we were in high school, and I know I'm, like, 10 years older than you or something, but I can't see, like, in the 90s, if The Office came out in the 90s, that, like, it would be one of my shows. Like, if it, if it came out while you were in high school? Yeah. Oh, I would think so. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. Maybe it's just because it's like kind of vintage and like retro and like retro is cool. I don't know. Even though it's not like old, but. I mean, I think it, to me, it's it's my favorite show out there as mm. far as comedy goes. But I don't know. It's just, I think, <laughs> I still think if it got re-released now, it was like a brand new show. I don't know if everything would be okay right now. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? I think so. There's some episodes Michael Scott kind of takes it next level. Mm. That's true. Maybe that's one of the reasons it's kind of popular again is kind of, you know, it, it was talking on issues that, you know, people don't talk about in shows anymore. I don't know. True, true, true. And it's always, you know, like any kind of art form, it's a re, it's a reflection of the current culture. Yeah. Yeah. And satire is big. Uh, Friends. I don't know why Friends is big. That was a show I never really watched when I was. It was huge when I was, it was, when I was in high school. Yeah. I, I didn't really watch it ever, um, but I recently found a Friends <clears throat> trivia board game, which was cool to sell that. Nice. Yeah. So just knowing those things. Yeah. Like if you've got a teenager, like buddy up with them because they will tell you what's in right now. If not, I'm not going to tell you to follow teenagers on social media, but like you need to find some way of like, I don't know, watching well, YouTube Matthew videos or a niece. Yeah. Like or... you got to find, that's your in, that's your, that is your research and development. I would say, but it, I, it's weird because I think it goes from teenagers to like age 25. Yeah. Like that's the, that's the, the. Like, they know what's up. They know what's up. As 39-year-olds? Sure. I don't know. Oh, speaking of which, I don't know if I already mentioned this on, on um, this is not my quote of the week. That'll come a little later. But, oh, right. Um, I totally forgot about I was, the quote of the week. 
I was at a conference and it was brought up and I don't know if I've already said this or not, but one of the things the speaker said was that if a company, if like CEOs that are like understand how to get things done, go to their youngest employees to ask for advice. Really? Yeah. So like the person who I'm trying to think what the brand was trying to get feedback. No. So this person bought or became the CEO of a Coke company. And I'm trying to think of what the Coke company is. It's like an old school Coke company. And it was like, you know, you'd think like maybe like grandparents would wear it, you know? So it's like kind of a a dying brand and a young, younger lady became the CEO of the company. And so what she did is she, in her very first meeting, instead of pulling in all of like the big wigs and the board, she said, I want all of the interns in one room right now. And so she got all the interns in a room and she said, what do we need to do to make this company work? Interesting. And she just listened to them talk about like their ideas about social media and this. And, and so they came up with a thing where they started a campaign where people would wear their jackets and take pictures different places. And they like posted that as their website. And that started this like trend huh. going. And so, wow. yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely something to be said about connect with people who are a little bit younger because they have a pulse on culture that we end up picking up on a little bit later down the road. So the sooner we get it, the further along we are down the road to success. No, that is true. That is true. I mean, I would say when I was working in education, like I only knew about like a lot of the hot shoes was because we actually had people, we actually had students that were selling them. Mm -hmm. Are you selling like the Yeezys and all that? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I actually saw fake pair of Yeezys at the thrift store the other day. How'd you know they were fake? I looked it up because again, I wasn't excited <clears throat> about them because I was like, these are probably fake. And I looked it up and sure enough, they had the marking. Like the stitching so was off. The stitching that. was off. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't know. I That's a whole different ballgame. But game. I would have had no idea that those are worth hundreds of dollars or thousands if it's the right ones. But yeah, we had students who, that's what they do. Yeah, they buy and trade and sell shoes. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I remember that. Okay, let's go last hustle of the week. Last hustle of the week. Uh, this is another board game one. So, um, Mike, uh, okay, so. That's you. That's me. Um, so at FBA.exe on Instagram, uh, scooped out a garage sale the night before. So he was like, like looking, trying to see like where he's going to go. And he sees that one of the garage sales has some stuff, right? So he puts it as Which number everyone one. everyone should be doing. Yeah. Friday night. Plan your route, right? So he's planning the route, and he finds, the, like, I'm going to this one first because there's some stuff there I see on the pictures that I want to get. So uh, he shows up 30 minutes early to this garage sale. It was still dark out, so they had to use their phones as flashlights to kind of look around the garage sale, which I've done before, and it's yeah. a weird... Luckily, it's not San Diego. San Diego, you got to get here, like, two hours before. Yeah, it's way, way early. It's, it's crazy. So, but 30 minutes early, still dark, using cell phones in order to, like, see each other and see the items. Um, and there were several new and sealed Monopoly games at a garage sale, um, and the person wanted $225 for them, uh, was able to talk them down, kind of like our last person. Negotiation, man, that's what's making hustles this week. No, but again, it, it's your ROI, yeah. right? You're, whatever, you, whatever dollar you can get down, that's going to get into your bottom line. Yeah, the better you can negotiate, the, the more money in your pocket. So he talks them down to $150. That's significant. That's a big drop. That is a big drop. Um, so... Now, here's where it gets really cool. Uh, at FBA.exe is when makes this purchase, when he makes the purchase, gated on FBA. Had the plan on selling on an FBA. Ends up being ungated, sending it in. So, like, that was, like, a certain amount of faith there, right? Like, that's a hustle to say, like, you know what? I'm buying this even though there's no guarantee that this is going to work FBA. Maybe he was thinking, um, you know, eBay or something else on the side. Yeah. But but um, does it, becomes ungated. Um, 
started selling them already. So one of them, Stranger Things, sold for $25. A Game of Thrones for $36. The Muppets for $65. We were just talking about the Muppets last episode. We were. Yeah. Um, the Hobbit for $100. That's fantastic. $152 for Marvel. $297 for The Office. The Office. Again, The Office. Unbelievable. So cool, right? Like... So great find, good job negotiating, uh, and clearly some fire ROI. And great hustle. I mean, think about that. Like, on on two ends, you know, you you scoped it out. You were there early, right? You were willing to negotiate. And then you had the foresight going, hey, I wish this could sell on eBay. I mean, on Amazon. But I'm going to sell on eBay. And in the end, he sold on Amazon. That's how Q4 rolls. Like, You'll be able to sell stuff for a premium amount that you couldn't do the rest of the year. Yeah, so no, it's that is incredible. So, yeah. hey, all three of you that share your hustles of the week, you know, Wayne, uh, Kway Shop on Instagram, Jaw at Shop Jaw underscore J. It's Shop J A underscore A, and you know, FBA EXE, and he's been killing it too with Amazon. I mean, he's he has some awesome numbers. So. Anyways, appreciate all of you. Thank you for sending us your hustle of the week. Thank you for allowing us to share and give you a shout out. Yeah, you guys are awesome. Thank you very much. Um, so, so now, what about you? What is what's, what's your hustle? So I think I think our hustle of the week looked minor in comparison to what we just shared. Mm. I don't know. So just wait till you hear mine. You'll see how minor mine is. Okay, I guess I should go first then. So I shared this in IG today. So if you saw the IG post of all these minions that I sold. On on Amazon, you know, that's my hustle of the week. And let me talk about that a little bit because I really was happy about this one. Number one, because I sold minions. And if you know anything about minions and reselling, I've never seen them to sell for much. Really? All the Despicable Me stuff? No, that's just my experience. Maybe there are things that I've missed. But so this was during one of my runs, my sourcing runs, and I had a ton of them in October and November. But this was at this Target store that, you know, I never had been to, and it was really late, and I kind of was like, ah, do I really want to go here? Like, it's already, I don't know what it was like. It was almost 8 o'clock or 9, and I was about an hour and a half away from home, and I just didn't feel like going, but I'm like, I'm going to go. So I go, and on this wall, I see 70% off. Now, usually when it's 70% off, it's junk, Mm. right? It's, It's a toy that nobody wanted. It's broken stuff. It's repackaged stuff. So I go, and there's this wall full of, like, <laughs> minions from this book of me, like the dancing ones. Like, you mm-hmm. press the button, and it dances. And, and you know, I, I normally wouldn't pick that up. And um, I go, and, and I scan it, and they're selling for about, you know, 15 bucks. And this is one of the things I realized is Q4 is that I hedge my bets on a lot of things. I picked up a lot of things for 10 going, this will triple in value mm-hmm. by Q4. So a lot of things I've been right on and a lot of things I've been wrong on. So that's one of the things I want to be careful next Q4 is I can't play that guessing game Mm. because it has hurt hurt me a little bit. It's cut into my profits. Well, this one, they're selling these minions that normally retail at $49.99. Again, that's retail. Right. Obviously, no one was paying that because they're highly clearance. They were down to $5.98 each. Okay, that's that's, that's huge, right? And then on top of that, Target at this time had the 25 off of a 100 deal. So if I pick up 20, it goes a little over 100, mm. right? And in my head, I'm like, I'm going to sell each of these for $34.99. Now, again, there's some things I did that for for Q4 and hasn't worked out. Well, on this, it did work out. Nice. So I bought 20 of them. 
I sold 16 of them for $34.99. And I sold, I think, the last four for like 19 something. Okay. Now, in total, right, I paid like 115. Right. I made about 380 or so dollars net profit. Nice. After selling all these items. Hey, that's good. So, you know, I'm happy with the hustle of the week for two reasons. One is I decided that even though I was tired, I was going to hit one more store. And I went to the store and instead of just going, hey, I'm not going to scan this, I decided to scan it and it was worth my time. Yeah. Right. And here's the funny thing this is the same store that I sourced one of my favorite. Tanking bolos of this Q4. Mm, this is the fingerlings for? None. One, well, this is the new fingerlings for me. Mm, I know what you're talking about. It, it, is it the thing that I had a bunch of too? Yeah. The, the I'm just going to say it, the eggs. Oh. Had a few of those. I actually sold some. You did? Yeah. Okay. So, On eBay. Well, good it for you. Yeah. And you made a profit. I did make a profit. Not a huge profit, but, you know, I think like 15 or $20 each. I sold, I think, four of them. I returned a bunch. It's funny, though, because people are still looking for them now. Are they really? Yeah, because we went. Well, There's about 200 or something sellers for each of them on Amazon right now. I, I guess people are looking in stores for them, like so the people who aren't shopping. Maybe that's the market is you need to stand outside of stores where things are sold out and like, <laughs> like sell. Outside, like a lemonade stand with yeah. a reselling stand. Like I've got Ryan's eggs. <laughs> and we're just out there. Usually we don't share stuff like this, but. Listen, this, everybody this knows. is up there a monopoly for millennials, like everybody knows, which yeah. has tanked like crazy. I if, think it's selling for 34 each right yeah. now. If, if it's December, oh, really? I'm going to buy one. You should, I'll just give I'm, you one of mine. <laughs> I mean, for right now, it's like I may hold on to some and maybe 30 years from now, mm. some American pickers will show up at my place and go, oh, that monopoly for millennials. <laughs> I remember picking that up. And That's funny. There's a YouTube video and it tanked and, you know, that it, uh, so. that happens. It happens. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, so I made more money on these minions than I'm probably going to make on the eggs that I picked up that same night. I picked up like 10 of them. I don't know if I'm going to make $380 on those. Hey, that goes to show like the hot toy, the toy that everyone's like buzzing about talking about or kind of talking about on Instagram, you know, might not be the best toy. No, or I get, the best item. And, and that's one of the things we'll talk on our major recap episode, but I should have followed my own advice. Mm. I think now that I was full-time, I'm like, oh, hey, I have more time to look for these hot toys. I should have been grinding and finding those hot toys that people weren't noticing. Mm. Because there's some of them that I've had killer ROI that maybe only a handful know. And the hot toys, everybody knows. And so unless you're the first one to sell them, because I remember one of them was selling for like 120 Wow. Each. And now it's down to like 49, which on Amazon, there's no money to be made. Yeah. So that's, that's the market you want to get into is, is buy up a bunch of stuff, list it really high, but only have like 10 of them. Cause that's probably, otherwise you're going to lose money when and it takes. Sell them fast. Sell them fast. Sell them fast. So anyway, so that, that is my hustle of the that's week. That's a really good hustle. Like that's so much better than my hustle of the week. No way. All well, right, go ahead. No, I, I, I'm being hundred percent serious because, okay. um, this isn't actually hustle for me. Um, I, this is, it's, it's kind of like a listener hustle, but I was kind of part of it. So I'm going to talk about it. So you're like mooching off a listener hustle. Kind of. Well, I mean, it, listeners still get the content. That's what matters, right? Okay. All right, go ahead. This is, this is a, a mic fail that turned into somebody else's hustle of the week. Okay. All so right. here we go. So okay. I walk into uh, a, a Goodwill. 
right? Right after school gets out. And I'm looking around and I actually found some pretty good stuff. I'm trying to think. I found a pair of uh, shape ups. We've talked about shape ups before. Yeah. A couple of other shoes that were really nice. Um, a few sealed board games and a sealed puzzle. Like, like I walked out of there probably with close to a hundred dollars profit, you know, net profit. And I was only in there for like 15, 20 minutes. Well, as I'm leaving, I see a friend of mine who's been listening and starting to resell and he's walking in and he's like, Oh man. And I'm like, sorry, all the good stuff's gone. You know, we kind of joke about that for a little bit. And I was like, no, but honestly I was only in there for a little bit. I'm sure there's tons of stuff I missed in there. Um, and so anyways, I'm driving to go pick up my son. I get a text message from, from this guy and I look at it and he's like, did you miss this? Oh, that's and, the worst. And I hate it and when here's that the thing. happens. I saw it. Like it was one of the first things I saw when I walked in. Cause it was like big display. It was like, as soon as you walk in, it's buy all the Christmas stuff. And it was like a tin motorcycle that said like police on it. Well, I didn't even really look at it cause it was kind of big. And I was there like thinking about like certain items, which you shouldn't go into necessarily like only thinking certain things. But I was like, okay, last chance to maybe get some Christmas stuff. Um, last chance for, you know, shoes are always quick for me. I'm going to hit a few of the clothing racks and then I'm out because I was on a time frame. So I didn't even, I didn't even look at what they were asking for this. I didn't look at the brand of it. I was just like, oh, that's a cool looking motorcycle metal thing. It says police on it. So then I left. Well, anyways, he sent it to me. I didn't realize the front of it, which I didn't even look at the front. I was looking at it from the back. It says Harley Davidson on it. Okay. okay. Like handmade tin police, like stand thing selling for like $150 really? on, on eBay. Yeah. So I don't know what they were asking for it, but I'm assuming uh, this guy picked him up. I haven't had a chance to talk to him yet uh, about it, but. So this um, would be the loss of the week. Yeah, this is a loss for me, but you know what? I still celebrate, right? Like good for him. I, I yeah. walked out with profit and then he even made the comment, you know, like there's something for everyone. It's true. Like, you know, I, I was so in. Explain this thing again. Just, just break it down real quick. Like what it is? Yeah. Like, you know how you go into like stores and they have like, like stuff made out of metal, like tin, like like a robot or a transformer. Okay. I'm or just like, trying to picture it, picture it for our listeners. Okay, you know, it's like a like a tin metal, and it was in the shape of of a of a motorcycle, right? So it's got like you know clearly made out of like metal that's been like shaped by hand. Looks a little boxy, mm-hmm. you know, painted white, and it says police on it, white and black. So it's like a police motorcycle. I didn't realize it was a Harley Davidson one. Mm. Um, so you thought it was like folk art or something? Yeah, I just assumed like somebody made this in their garage and, you okay, know. Okay. But it's a legit thing that people know about that sells for $150 well, now, on eBay. Now we know about it. Now we know. There you go. So good job, hustle to you. I'm still happy though. I left that that uh, that thrift store with profit and, you know, there's times when I, like, I see other resellers and they're picking up stuff and putting it in their basket. And I'm like, oh man, I missed that. But then, like, they leave, and I'm still putting stuff in mine. I'm like, huh, they missed this, you know? So I, there's I always that, something. There, there really is. I mean, you know, my store that I like going to, like, I go there a lot, and sometimes there's two resellers there before me, but they're picking up totally different items, mm. right? So, again, we always say this. Like, there's so much out there. You know, even with our Bolo episode that's coming <laughs> that we're going to share with you guys for – there's just like the, even though those bolos, you know, some people say, well, that's gonna hurt the market. But mm. reality is, you gotta find those items. Yep. And on top of that, there's so many different variations, right? And and we've gotten a little more generic because there's more than just one specific thing of a certain kind that can still make you money. Yep. So speaking of that, let's go to our bolos. Bolo. All right. Well, you know, before we get to bolo, I just have something okay. to add to that. 
Um, oh, I know where you're going. And this is my quote of the week. There we go. So, okay. um, and, and and it's not a perfect segue into, you know, Bolo or away from hustle of the week, but kind of. Okay. You ready for this? I, I'm always ready. I think it's a good one. I think okay. I think this is potentially life-changing. Wow. that you You understand you're setting the stage for major expectations. I said potentially. Life still, changing? Still. Okay, go ahead. So it's kind of like the weather. You know how like weathermen can say like, there's a 50% chance of rain. Well, they're not going to be wrong no matter what happens. If it rains, they were right. If it doesn't oh, so rain, they're right. you're just playing it safe right now. Yeah, potentially okay. life changing. All right. So here we go. Here's my quote of the week. Um, if you fulfill your obligations every day, you don't have to worry about the future. Huh. That That's very true. All right? That's good. Like... People often think about like, what am I going to do for the future? And what, what about this? And there's a lot of anxiety and worry people have. And, and, you know, understandably so there's, there's concern and worry and fear, but, but if what this quote says is true, if it's, if it's a general truth that if every day you just take care of the things that need to be taken care of that day, you don't have to worry about tomorrow or the next week or the next year. Cause if you're always doing the things that need to be done, like, like this isn't just like the bare minimum obligations, but if you're like, well, what are the things I I should do? What's the best I can do today? The future will take care of itself. You know, I appreciate that because, you know, FBA, right? You, I was like hustling every day. And I think last week, I need to closer to the mic. Sorry. So I think last week I kind of had this like major concern, like, oh man, like sales are good, mm. but they're not where I wanted them to be. And now that we're in this week, they're definitely where they need to be. Mm. And I'm going to be okay. But it's because of all those days that I just was yep. concerned about, hey, I'm going to source, I'm going to ship, I'm going to source, I'm going to ship. And I just kept doing that consistently. Yep. Right? Instead of stressing. Like I really, the, bad, the good and the bad was I really didn't think about later. I just thought about, I just need to focus on now. Yep. And yeah. now I'm reaping some of those benefits. No, it's great. I mean, there's this thing that I, I've, tried to live by, I guess this is a bonus quote of the week. It's much faster. Ooh, a b- um, bonus. Christmas. Christmas. This is my gift to you. Um, and I got this from somebody and, and basically was, what's the best decision that you can make right now? Like a lot of people get worried, like, like I, whether it's like working out or diet or planning for your future, like people get so wrapped up in this idea of like, what, can I never have a donut again? Or, or, you know, I'm, I need to stick to this diet for a month or I'm going to be giving up every night for the rest of you know, my life hustling for this, but, but don't even think about that. Just ask yourself in this moment, you've got multiple options. What's the best thing you can do right now and do that thing. And then in the next moment, make that decision again and always just make the best moment you mm. could, the best decision you can make in any given moment. And you don't have to worry about 10 years from now, right? kind of goes along the same thing. Like if you're making the best decision and act like that decision is the only decision that matters. Like after this, I could do whatever I want, but right now I have to make the best decision. Make the best decision and then treat the next one the same way as if it's the most important thing you'll ever do. No, that's good. I, I mean, that's very much a recent one. Like you, you're worried about eBay sales, start listing, right? You don't think you have enough inventory, start sourcing, right? It's just, there's different ways to approach it. So yeah, that's you're going to grow. It's growing on me. I think oh, low. my goal next year will be to be more positive about the quotes of the week. Mm. We'll see where that goes. I sh- Maybe Bolo. maybe my goal will be to throw in a couple of Gary V quotes so you'll be more, oh more excited about them. You you and Gary V. Me and Gary V. What? He has good things to say. What he can does. I say? All right. So I'll, I'll go with my bowl of the week first. 
Since we wait, that's what happened last time. Okay, you go first. Does it does it matter who goes okay, first? Okay, I'll go. I'll go. So I'm gonna be very generic uh, because if I went specific on this bolo, you might miss out, right? And so I sold two pairs of gloves in the last I would say month for over I want to say over 150 dollars, and I Ooh. picked each of them for nine dollars. Okay, but they're not winter gloves. And they're not like anything special. Well, they are, but they're not. So one of them was, and I'm not going to give, I'll give one brand. So one of them was called Outdoor Research mm. and they are fire brand mitts. Yeah. That, that was the one you didn't realize was like pretty high end. Uh... No, I had no idea. And I did the research on the phone and I paid nine, $9.99 and I sold them for $86. Mm. Right. And then I had another pair of like winter kind of uh, outdoor gloves that were new with tags. I researched those. I paid, I don't know, I want to say six and nine dollars and I sold them for about ninety or hundred bucks. Wow. Right? I can't remember. It's been That's a little amazing. while. But again, there usually I'm looking for like Gore-Tex or right. I'm looking for like North Face or I'm looking, you know, for some kind of specific brand. Mm-hmm. But I would say, you know, take the time. If there's a bin full of gloves and there's some of them that are new with tags, it doesn't hurt to do the research. So that's the bolo. Like look at gloves. Specifically, if they're new with tags, you know, it holds its value if they're quality gloves. Yeah, no, that's good. I think I think going along with that idea is it's taken me a long time to realize I used to think when I was young that the only difference between expensive clothing or expensive items and, and inexpensive items were like a, a logo that was on it, right? Like it's okay. just a brand. Yeah. But what I've come to realize is they're definitely, maybe you get to a point where it's like, okay, this is obnoxiously priced for nothing more like useful. Mm-hmm. But I think up to like high, decent high end and mid tier items, like there is a clear quality difference, right? So you can probably just in a bin of gloves be looking at them and even without looking for a specific brand, if you see a brand you don't recognize, but you can tell like, wow, this is, this is quality. Like this is made nice. It seems good. Like you can typically tell, especially the more items you touch and look at and feel, you'll realize like, this seems like nicer material than the others. And one of the best tips I've received as to, you know, how do you know? You know, part of it is through a lot of experience. The other one is you should go to high, some high-end retailer, mm. right? And, you know, just get a sense of how their leather feels there. And then go to Target or Walmart or somewhere and see how their leather feels. So you're saying like go into like a coach store and like... Yeah, something like that. What what would be high-end? Like, should we go to like Nordstrom? Not like a Nordstrom or a Neiman Marcus or, you know, one of those stores that we never shop at. Yeah. A Bloomingdale's, you know. Maybe that's what I'll do. I'll go to I'll go to Nordstrom, and I'll make a day out of it, and I'll just look at brands, write stuff down, research, see what's selling. Yeah, some people do that, and you come across great stuff because it's not only like Nordstrom ban- Nordstrom brands or Neiman Marcus; it's other name brands that sell within right. that store, right? And if you're out in the wild thrifting, you go, "Hey, I remember I saw this, and it was going for this much at this store." Mm. And it definitely help you out. So. That was a bolo, like, what to do. Hey, that was the bolo tip, life-changing, potentially, potentially, parentheses, potentially. I can't believe, like, we're reaching the end of Q4. Yeah. Are you ready for my bolo? Uh, Are you going to cut me off? No, I was going to wrap this up right now. I was like, no more. We don't need to hear. Oh. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. What do you got? All right. Bolo. You ready for this? I'm re- I'm always ready. So we've talked a little bit about this idea that January might be a big month, right, for eBay okay. selling. Okay, hopefully, hopefully. Um, 
just think for a moment, what is it? Is it majority a majority of people know what a majority sure? of people do like first of the year. Oh, they work out. They go to gyms. Fitness equipment. Yeah. Yeah. Fitness equipment is my bolo. Obviously, don't pick up shake weights and think you're going to sell them unless it's new in a box, right? And the local game is strong when it comes to, mm. especially in January, like fitness equipment, the local game. Because, you know, shipping out weights. Oh, yeah. Don't do that. But, like, I've had surprising success with, like, workout DVDs. Um, you know, there's there's been quite a few things that I found that are definitely shippable. And then, like you said, local game I think is good. In fact, I have somebody coming over um, soon to look at like a hiking backpack that I found at a garage sale, uh, which isn't quite, um, like fitness exactly, but I think still like people get in this habit of like, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to get outdoors. I'm going to eat better. So, so whether it's fitness, maybe some diet stuff, I don't know, workout DVDs, keep an eye out that and try and get it up before January or in January. Cause people are dropping money to try and drop the weight. Oh. Nice. There you go. That's another quote. Thank you. There you go. What a way Mike to end. So my, <laughs> are you just trademarking that now? Yep. It's me. It's you. Wow. Okay. So there's so much still we have left to say, right? But we're gonna we're saving this, right, for the after first of the year major Q4 wrap up episode. Mm. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, I think that's what we're saying. Okay. All right. So Hey, we're going to end it there. Hope you all are having an incredible time with family over the next few days. You know, whatever holiday you're celebrating. Thank you so much for allowing us to be part of your life. Uh, we're kind of ending this as our, our wrap up Christmas end of the year episode, right? That's right. And keep an eye out. Hopefully we'll have a, uh, a Bolo compilation, compilation put up here pretty soon. Um, you know. We'll do what we can if, if it doesn't work. You yeah, know. We still want to be part of you in the holidays. You know, I know, I know, you know, everybody thinks that everybody goes dark over the holidays, but it's not true. There's a lot of people, I include myself that still, we go thrifting because there's a lot of people, this is a bolo, like are trying to offload stuff mm. right before the end of the year. And so it's a good way to pick up some good items. I love it. So just something to think about. So hey, with all that being said, have a great holiday time. Make sure to yeah. be real. Be relevant. And be reselling. Please. Please.